It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi guys, welcome back to Higher Priestess. I'm Erin. And I'm Persephone. And today we're going to be talking about glow ups. But before we get into it, I wanted to share some news with you. Oh my god, I can't wait. I don't know what this is. This is hot off the press. I don't think... I mean, this is literally like about two hours ago this came out. Oh, wow. But I'm very on the ball when it comes to news about Kenny Ortega. I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so Kenny Ortega is the the mastermind behind High School Musical. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm in. Dirty Dancing, Cheat Girls 2. Got it, got it, got it. All the classics. That's extra funny, actually, because this morning I was saying this to Jack. So this is an article that came out probably about three hours ago now. And this morning I said it to Jack. Oh my God, so you know Kenny Ortega? And he said, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, do you? And he said, yeah. I said, who is it then? He said, the guy from High School Musical. I was like... The guy from Cheetah Girls 2. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. That is hilarious. (laughs) I was like, wow. All right. Impressive. Kenny Ortega has done an interview with Variety. This isn't necessarily good news. It's just interesting news. There's much to get into. (laughs) He's broken his silence. (laughs) And he, in it, they ask about... So it's for Pride, I think. Quite interestingly, the headline is something along the lines of Kenny Ortega confirms that Ryan from High School Musical (gasps) is gay. Ah, This, well, to be honest, it doesn't take a genius to realise, but it Here does add a whole new level to Hey Batter Batter, Hey Batter Batter Swing with Chad. Completely. Where I've always dreamt is kind of a gay um, sort of mating call <laughs> between the two of them. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So there's issues on a few levels. Yeah, first of all, I mean, it's massive queer coding the whole time in the sense that we fucking, yeah. we, we knew. We all yeah. knew. The little hat, we knew. But then we saw him holding hands with, like, Martha. It's like, no, 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 no. But he's dancing around with Gabriella saying he's eating her brownies. Yes, I know. I've had them. And Zach's like, yeah, I fucking tried them before, you cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Quite rude from both of them. Yeah, weird. Weird moment. Interesting. Yeah. So it's queer coding, essentially. The whole thing has been, like, three films of this person who's very clearly gay and then Kenny Ortega says he's he was he's gay the whole time but like he we just thought you know he'd come out in college however take it even further really interesting i think that in this article Kenny Ortega spe- Kenny Ortega is gay himself and he speaks about how he had drugs placed on him like planted to get him arrested he nearly got sentenced to like life whilst filming no no like back in the day when he was kind of a young 
kind of gay actor. He was in a musical all around America and the KKK got up on stage and like attacked them. Oh my God. He's been through obviously some, I mean, obviously he's been through trauma as a result of how people feel about people's other people's sexuality, which is just insane anyway. It goes without saying that, I mean, even in 2020, you know, I reckon, largely speaking, if someone doesn't identify as straight, there is some level of embedded trauma as not necessarily a direct consequence of their own sexuality, but a direct consequence of how they have seen society treat people with a sexuality that isn't straightness. Um, So just how horrific that this guy is talking about, like, real serious events, his own experiences as a gay man... A really successful gay man, arguably. And the headline is, Ryan's gay, he's been gay the whole time. It's like, oh, fucking hell. But this is for pride. He's a pride icon, apparently. Also, it's like, it's so obvious that that's offensive. It's like, we know he was gay. He was only not allowed to be gay because it was on Disney Channel and Disney Channel are homophobic. And they thought that gayness wouldn't sell or wouldn't be appropriate. Completely. Well, it was really interesting. Kenny Ortega says, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but he says, I didn't think of it, frankly, because I imagined that Disney wouldn't go for it in 2006. It wouldn't sell to family and kids. How offensive is that? That his personality will sell. Everyone loves Ryan as an individual, but his sexuality, Mm. a defining thing about him is inappropriate and dirty. But we, we have all the things that we like about gayness and campness. We'll put that all in because that's appropriate. But no, 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 no. He can't be with a boy. He has to hold hands with a girl at the end. Completely, completely. So you can capitalise on like a marginalised experience without running the risk of actually standing for anything. Yeah. Without being overt in what you're standing for. And interestingly, he says, you know, we, we put in enough with Ryan so that people watching, gay kids watching would identify and they would know without saying it. So it's just, um, there's a whole sphere of God knows what going on there. Really, really interesting, I thought. It's like, oh my God, the fan fiction we can revive now. Takes a whole new level. Yeah. Confirmed. But it's kind of um, Dumbledore. It's kind of like, but it's complete. I mean, it's then also it's completely different because Kenny Ortega isn't, a fucking LGBT villain. He yeah. literally is the community. Um, whereas JK Rowling, obviously, you know, whatever. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Turf City, yeah. He's yeah, <laughs> like, uh, let's not even. So I thought that was interesting. Thought you might like to know. <laughs> thought you might like to know. I love to know it. I love to know it because you know my favourite thing is Batter Hey Batter Batter because of the sexual undertones. Yeah, overtones. Like I watch that and just, yeah, overtones. I'm literally watching it with my eyes wide like, fucking hell, what is this? I love it. Where's this going? Yeah. Like, what? Like they have to surely kiss at the end. Surely. <sighs> Not until college, apparently. When he goes, swing. <laughs> 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 Honestly. <laughs> <Like> surely. <sighs> so there we go. So, glow ups. Oh my God, so stunning. Big news. Oh yeah, so today we're talking about glow-ups and shall I read the questions? We did a big, big load of questions on the story as we do Mm -hmm. because we wanted to get your input. So I'm just going to go straight into them and start reading them. So the first thing we asked you was, have you ever felt pressure to glow up? And 90% of you said yes. (laughs) We're leaving if you can do maths. I can't. I can't do maths. (laughs) 10% saying no. And this was probably our biggest, one of our biggest ever reactions. We had hundreds, hundreds of people saying yes. Like, this is one of the biggest numbers I've seen. (laughs) And you know I love the numbers as a Capricorn. Um, So then we said, have you ever had a glow up? 
And interestingly, 62% said yes. Interesting. 38% no. Fascinating. Do you want a glow up? And I said, i.e., do you desire this form of transformation? 80% yes. 17% no. Do you look... This one I thought was interesting because I discussed this with a few people in person and got some interesting feedback. So they said... So it said, do you look down on people that you perceive to be unattractive? And I put in brackets, be honest, because there's no point in trying to look good on our polls. Like, we all look bad here. No one is ever honest. The demand characteristics on our polls are unfortunate and completely unavoidable at this point. There's nothing really we can do. The social desirability is ongoing yeah literally just know that we're not we're not fast guys we're not fast you can look like bad people it's absolutely fine everyone's bad that's what we do for an hour each week on this podcast so don't worry about it every week we look horrific <laughs> so you might as well look horrific on a on an anonymous poll um so do you look down on people that you perceive to be unattractive 63 percent said no they don't and 37 percent said yes they do mm. okay i think those numbers should be reversed personally because you want a glow up so badly, but no, 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 you do not pity and look down on people. Yeah, it's like, of course you do, because you look down on yourself. Right. You look down on yourself for not glowing up. So, would you rather have an intellectual glow up or a physical glow up? 63% of you guys want an intellectual glow up and 37% mm. want a physical glow up. <sighs> what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I haven't, I hadn't looked at it, so that's the first time I'm hearing that. The majority of people said they wanted an intellectual glow up more. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Me neither. What do you prioritise? Reading a book or going to the gym? You you prioritise the gym every time. Completely. Yeah, if you wanted an intellectual glow up, you would have done it by now. You would have been glowing up this whole time. And if you are, then that's fine. But you don't feel that you're getting a glow up because no one's looking at you going, oh my God, you've had an intellectual glow up. So even if you are progressing and learning and you feel like your intellect is glowing up, no one else is feeding that back to you. There's no validation other than what getting a grade back, which is not actually a mark of intellect. Yeah, I'm shocked actually at that. The way I was going to word this was like an internal glow up or an external glow up because I didn't really want to say intellectual because I almost wanted to say spiritual, but then it's like spiritual, everyone's saying physical Mm. because everyone's like, what is this woohoo bullshit? Yeah. But it's almost like internal or external, which one are you, which one do you desire more? Because you would think, oh, internal, definitely. If I can have happiness, and awareness and all of these things surely but there's no validation for that at all if anything society doesn't want you to gain an internal glow up absolutely not yeah no they'll hide it from you they just want you focused on that external yeah so i was thinking that's interesting that so many people say they want an intellectual i.e internal glow up over a physical glow up this is one so i was doing some googling on glow ups as i do literally the first thing that i came up first thing that came up was what age will I glow up how can I instantly glow up how can I glow up in a month things like that I saw that what age do you normally glow up Mm. it's like oh puberty yeah exactly how sad is that there was an interesting thing about um summer being summer Mm, summer 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 Summer. what time is it can anyone tell you absolute genius yeah so stunning a whole thing about summer about like leaving for summer from school and coming back as this whole new person that all the boys kind of a Hermione Yorble moment kind of um Katy Perry one of the boys that I referenced in the last app literally yeah but I think that's so interesting especially now that we're in quarantine because I think there's been a narrative of like up glowing up after quarantine like coming out of quarantine and you've transformed so I said do you feel did you feel pressure to glow up over summer specifically as a teenager and 78% of you said yes 22% of you said no 
interestingly a lot of boys answered no which i think is very interesting have you ever attempted a glow up 79 percent yes 21 percent no have you ever attempted a glow up 79 percent said yes yeah yeah and i bet you weren't fucking reading your books and fucking meditating when you were attempting your glow up were you no, no. you're doing your eyebrows differently and googling diets well i said it i.e dieting for aesthetics extreme workouts drastic hair change style change makeup change etc etc and 79% of people are, are yesing that out. Mm. And then I, I basically wanted to do, I didn't want to say, um, do you find men or women more in li- more likely to glo- have yeah. more pressure to glow up? Because that's just absolute bollocks. So I said, why do you think women are encouraged to change themselves? And we'll get into all of your amazing answers later because we've got so many. Mm-hmm. But that's the general gist of your guys' opinions. I had an interesting discovery, actually, coming off of what you said just then about men and women being more inclined to glow up or being told that the narrative fits more around women being needing to glow up and um so i was reading this article from vice's id and it was talking about from this guy's perspective so he's like a young gay man i'm assuming in the uk and he talks about how he was going on this date and he was about to have sex and he's a quote unquote twink this guy brandon Nice. He's about to have sex with this guy and the guy says, I just, oh, I just imagine that you would be like more toned. Oh, wow. Okay. So Brandon, the self-proclaimed twink. It's like, Brandon, you have to leave. Yeah. Brandon, you have to leave right now. So Brandon says, half of me wanted to hit him and the other half of me wanted to sit there and cry. Yeah. And so it made me think about what I would do what I do in those situations, what you do in those situations, what probably everyone listening does in those situations where half of you wants to cry, the other half wants to hit them, but the reality is the whole of you just stays quiet and has sex with them. When half of you wants to hit them, the other half wants to cry, well, the whole of you just does nothing and you silence yourself and you just go along with it. I think it's because the whole of you, you want to hit him, you want to cry, but you also just want to like hate yourself. And at that moment, the most self-hating thing you can do is have sex with the person that's just hurt you. So it's the most sort of self-destructive thing you can do at that moment. Yeah. Well, and also I think it's like you have a low sense of self-esteem anyway. There's not much security going on within your psyche right now. You've been shot down by someone that you're about to have sex with. And so now your internal insecurities have very much been confirmed to you. Yes, I am worthless. I'm a yeah. untoned little twink. And almost at least he wants me. At least he wants me. Completely, yeah. And then it's just like, well, I'm not worth I'm not worth hitting him and I'm not worth running off crying. I may as well just get along with it. And I think that's where the actual... So he said that's where my glow-up journey began, that he fought against this notion of being a twink, which I think is really uh, patriarchally charged. Hugely. That's a phrase yeah. that it will be now, in the sense that, oh, now you're feminine um and so you're a certain type of gay because you're the feminine gay and you're the tiny you're the weak one you're the weak submissive one and so i think he marked that as the beginning of his turn into quite a jockey bulky muscular man but i actually think really in practice this probably would have been a good place to end the podcast not start it but i think the real glow up starts when you get in those situations where half of you wants to hit someone and half of you wants to cry you actually just communicate and harness the situation and demand not only a bit of justification from them but also teach that person what the standard is from which they should be treating you and also teach yourself and build a new association there 
where in situations where you're hurt and attacked, you're not silencing yourself or shrinking yourself. You are standing up for yourself because if you can build, if you've lived your whole life, personally speaking, the majority of my life, and I think the majority of people's years that they've been on this planet listening to this podcast, whenever you are faced with something where you are essentially being attacked or invalidated or hurt by something, it is the easier thing to do more often than not to shrink. And so you associate pain and hurt with shrinking yourself. And so I think it then becomes really obvious that in life where you're constantly chasing validation, we then seek to physically shrink ourselves and try and be skinny in order to seek that validation. You want to silence yourself. You want to silence that acne on your skin. Well, it's almost like safety. Like the smaller you are, the safer you are. The And the bigger you are, the more you're seen. You can be seen by everyone and therefore everyone can comment. Everyone says stuff. It's like, okay, well, I'll just... If then safety becomes aligned with smallness and danger and self-hatred becomes aligned with bigness, it's like, well, I'll just go for the safe, small tiny version of myself that no one can comment on well the more people that see you the more people are going to have something to say to you it's becoming invisible it's basically just a huge invisibility cloak which is loaded with patriarchy because you wouldn't have in the same way a straight man who's maybe naturally skinnier or smaller than his peers he w- there's no label for that he wouldn't be called a twink to begin with first of all and then beyond that even if he is looking to fit in with again patriarchal standards of what people should look like of masculinity it's toxic but it's still the patriarchy also then it's become with aligned with bigness it's like for a guy it's take up more 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 space make yourself louder make yourself more but a woman it's make yourself way less be less think less everything you must just be less than a man in every way well there we go the world is taken up by men that are allowed to be big and women that are allowed to be small they're not allowed to be anything but big men man spreading on the tube horrific in every way you're told to be small so but i think that's where the the actual glow up starts and i think it's a nice idea that everyone voted that they would rather have an intellectual glow up and i saw someone said what about an emotional one which i i actually thought that was interesting i was umming and ahhing between what word i would use to be the opposite of physical Mm. because obviously the opposite of physical is not intellectual but i purposely put intellectual because it's like i think that's an area that you would desire to build upon whereas emotions i mean we're on a podcast where we are all trying to get a hold of emotional issues but i think a lot of people that does feel very far from them the opposite of like beauty is intelligence like the beauty in the brains that sort of idea what i found interesting about an emotional glow up is like well as a human being you have a whole scope of emotions that you should be able to feel all of them within decent balance yeah what does a glow up look like is it happiness all the time which is not desirable yeah that's not that doesn't work I think I've had an emotional glow up in a way. Lovely. Yeah, but it doesn't mean being happy the whole time. It's almost like, I think I used to have, um, when I was a teenager, a really, I mean, it's literally just hormones, but just kind of a really, what's it, a mood swingy personality of like, when I was sad, it was the end of the world and I'd almost be quite like tantrum and it would be an awful thing mm. and it would just be, I was quite like a volatile person to be around yeah um or in my mind it was like that anyway it was quite like a uh, what's the word like tumultuous place to be in my mind and now I think it's almost like quite a calm place and if something happens that triggers me in a certain way I can deal with that in a certain 
way and you know more balanced yeah i think there's definitely an element of balance that's just like there's good and bad in life and you can when something bad happens it's not the end of the world when something good it's not so manic almost as a teenager Mm. i think i've had an emotional glow up but i definitely think it's not um emotional glow up is like it's not just create a happy mind yeah it's just let's just not be sad then oh emotional glow up Mm -hmm. glowed up so how did you have an emotional glow up then because something else that i wanted to point out with the poll of everyone voting or the majority voting that they would rather have an intellectual glow up is i also think that even if even if it's not a level you know even if they're not completely paralleled i do think the idea of an intellectual glow up can in many ways be just as damaging if not probably more so in some ways in the sense that it's a lifestyle glow up yeah it's like because it's you don't think you're ugly you think you're stupid you need to wake up every morning at 5 a.m and go to the gym and drink your smoothie and go and read your 10 books in two days and like you need to be a perfect person in harmony when actually there's nothing harmonious about that you would be miserable yeah utterly miserable I think it's really interesting that people said they want an intellectual glow up because when I was speaking to people about their answers, because I was sitting with my housemates and they were answering them kind of with me um, and going through, which I always find so fascinating to see people's like thought process behind stuff we've written because it's just hilarious. Yeah. And they were saying, oh, well, physical, because I've already had the intellectual, like, I don't need to, oh, like, definitely, definitely physical. And someone's like, oh, yeah, because that's because you're already smart to them. Mm. It would be like, oh, well, I'll have a, fi- I'll take a physical one. Then because I've cov- like that base is kind of more covered. How interesting to think that you're already as intellectually glowed up as you can be at, at his young twenty three years or whatever. He didn't say that, but he said, "Oh, he jumped to oh well, I have the physical one then because I've completed it, mate." His friend said, "Oh, but that's because you've already you you're already clever." And he went, "Oh yeah, that's probably why." He wasn't saying, "Oh, I'm already glowed up." Interesting that interesting that people think. Of, of cleverness and like glowing up your intellect which one would you rather if you could have an intellectual or a physical glow up in these terms that we're using that are so vague <laughs> imagine i'm like i think i've i think i've handled them both so <laughs> both covered i think there's much room here to move um which would i rather that's what we asked we made everyone else ask answer it you've got to do it <laughs> yeah i don't know why i'm like guys just answer the question it's not fucking hard then you ask me it's going to take like 10 minutes let me think this is what i always do because i wrote them out and then i went on to my own one later and i was like oh what what's a high priestess post i was like oh it's me an hour ago um and i was going through the questions i was like fuck fuck like they're hard like they're not easy questions they're hard and you really want to justify it i get why everyone's spilling over into the question box it's like blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. when i said this i actually meant this and when i voted that it was because of blah, blah. i voted that by accident like, yeah totally i do that all the time because even the first one it was like do you desire a glow up it's like hmm do i hmm. desire a glow up it's like so impossible to answer because it's like i know um socially i should not want one but do i want one if you offered me tomorrow desire as well is quite beautiful yeah it's like if i if you offered me you're going into surgery tomorrow you've got the books on the go like Mm. you're you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be basically jonathan from queer eye level of beauty self-actualized my king but but you're gonna come out tomorrow and you would have glowed up like do you want that like or, or is the journey more important like is the flaws more are the flaws more important i was really trying to think like would do i want Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's something I thought was really interesting and a really good point that somebody said... Uh, which I should probably find and I should have found it before I started speaking, sorry. <laughs> we just had like a five minute break and I did absolutely nothing. And now... <laughs> okay. Women are celebrated the most in their youth and beauty. Sad face. Honestly, sad face for me too. <laughs> Crying face. Um, someone essentially said it's easier. Pretty privilege undeniably involves better treatment and as a child you want that. Yeah. yeah. If your life is easier, if you look a certain way, we've said it time and time again and now you're saying... Uh, back to us it's completely true time and time again i also think it's kind of more than that as a wanting it as a child it's almost about the media as well that mm. you watch that you consume because it's like not only do you see the girls on magazines who get to be on the magazines and the girl in your school gets to date the boy that you like in year five when you're like oh my god that i fancy this guy who has kind of spiky hair dreaming frosted tips yeah so dreamy kind of flame t-shirt like the kind of shirt that has the flames on he's sliding along the floor at the disco on his knees hot stuff but it's kind of also the you're watching the disney princess who is so stunning and she's the main character in quotes well she actually is the main character but Mm. and then you think oh well i'll be the main character if i look like that or i can be the sidekick that looks pretty enough but she she doesn't get the prince and she doesn't really get to go on the adventure but she's like she has a good life like she's the cook in the house she's the maid like it's fine kind of even the extras are better looking than you and they are nothing yeah completely that mortifying look what we've done you know what else is so kind of we talk again like we talk about this all the time but the the makeover scene yeah the makeover scene as what you watch as a kid from like the 80s yeah and then combine that with social media it's like oh okay so i can be i can i can i can be i can transform i can transform i can transform and you can go from princess diaries kind of breaking the brush with your frizzy hair glasses girl to being the princess of genovia like it's wow that's hardly an op that's hardly like a big decision i've got to make is i will get me in that chair get me the makeover right now instant decision did you ever think about makeover like I definitely thought about the makeover scene in films. Like, I definitely, when there was a makeover scene, like, I was excited. Still am in Queer Eye. Like, still love that. Yeah, isn't that interesting, actually? Should we talk about that? 
what queer eye i I love to talk about queer eye at any moment of the day call me at 3am i'll talk about queer eye with you because you love queer eye i have pleasant feelings i watch it in the bath that's where i watch it oh you say i'm risky in the bath because i use my phone and stuff in the bath you're risky in the bath because you play switch in the bath but you watch tv in the bath you bring your tv folds right into the wall you love your tv and put it into the the bath no i put it I put it, I copied this off my brother because he was, he has a, a really luxurious like bath mm. routine. And I thought, God, that really is the life. Like he takes like kind of food in there. And like, oh, same. It's, like yeah. he takes like fruit. Like it's almost like a Roman bath. Like that he creates. He has like, <laughs> someone's peeling his grapes and fanning him down. Genuinely. He has like candles, big, like boiling, hot, steaming <laughs> bath, fr- a bowl of fruit and and he's um type 1 diabetic so he's like injected for the fruit like all prep and then he has on the te- on the toilet seat he puts his ipad there so it's just this whole nice. bath experience and i thought that's what i want i want to watch queer eye on the toilet seat with me in the bath with an ice co- i love my new thing is i have an iced coffee in the bath and it, that mix of like hot extreme hot and extreme cold oh you need a cold drink in the bath it's like my body doesn't know what to do and it's just like whoa it's an amazing experience i do just think everyone should do that <laughs> yes compl- i mean if you're not having a bath like at least I'm, I'm gonna need it to be twice a week i don't know for you yeah yeah completely agree i had one last night yeah stunning so stunning i love just that extreme temperature thing of like god it's so hot that i'm about to like faint like it's so (laughs) hot but don't you ever get it where you put your foot in the bath and you're like right i've taken it too far this time (laughs) every time i'm like every time and your bum is burning up well i can't do it i i kind of do a few laps kind of walking to kind of mix it up like i kind of sit i sit on the bath and i dip my toes in oh really bit by bit kind of when you're getting into the pool on holiday and you kind of splash yourself (laughs) just dip a toe in a dip in the pool yeah come on in the water's fine but it's not the water is like fucking steaming like you're gonna be boiling alive yeah yeah mine is boiling alive like i like i'm bobbing about like a lobster yeah honestly i was gonna say like i'm in a pot of pasta like it's really bad it's bad yeah it's like boiling water yeah but that's how i like it if you take a really cold drinking as well it's like with ice honestly the most strange experience like your inside of your body like your whole stomach is frozen but your skin is boiling <laughs> kind of the camera is zooming in following the ice going down your body it's so stunning i really highly recommend that whole experience so that's how you consume queer eye that's how i consume queer eye because i th- find then when you're watching a whole transformation it's like this big experience you're kind of like dying a little bit in your own body and you're watching like bobby build a house like oh my god i can't imagine anything better you're transformed by the time you come out of the bath so is it problematic that they that they physically transform them and like change up their whole lives in order for them to be happy based on what five other people think well it depends on who the five people are and i must say the five they've picked are pretty fab the fab five (laughs) but they i think the way they do it obviously any makeover scene there's just like a history of like problematic stuff that goes into filming makeovers but i think the way they do it because they do women too don't they yeah they do men and women because i've seen so they're five guys mm-hmm. what is it three three of them are white but is that not interesting so three i've seen an episode where it's a black woman being made over by white men and they're kind of walking around with their house and they're like picking up kind of old food and stuff they're like oh my god you're such a tramp like <laughs> 
they're not they're not rude obviously they're like crying with them no they are rude like anthony when he sees the food yeah i guess that yeah it is strange i know you love it i i like it too i think it's great i think you can't be on netflix without there being problematic stuff like it's a capitalist institution it's a white capitalist world in terms of the makeover thing that there's going on there it's very much i know it is orientated around like the external but there is they do the external for the internal like karamo is very involved like it's very mind heavy therapy revolving around like transforming how you feel that's the how it's marketed anyway whether that's what's happening or not definitely that's what i was gonna say because i reckon a lot of that internal transformation actually is more about getting a good sob story Mm. for the audience and selling in the fab five than it is about making that person be any happier and you feel confident because because tan's finally put you in a pair of jeans that fit you right and then you get people go oh yeah you look good and it's like oh well then i must be transformed absolutely and how long does that last before it wears off and all of that but i mean i just love every single person involved yeah what do you love about it so much you love them as individuals kind of if they were doing something else that wasn't queer eye you'd back it still like it's about them Mm, all their podcasts yeah i do back them all in every in every way i can i think they just are i don't know how they picked a squad more compatible i love them all with my full heart well that's great that's really special isn't it it's it's so that it's like you've got my absolute king jonathan i also have a uh, quite controversial second favorite fab five member which is bobby i love bobby which one's that is that the blonde one he does the house is he blonde yeah yeah he's like kind of strawberry blonde strawberry blonde <laughs> i would say strawberry blonde <laughs> okay i love him so then you always Anthony. love the transformations oh sorry 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 i've stepped on your rating i was just working out then it probably goes anthony just because yeah. i love how he looks beautiful but then I would say, to be honest, they are all joined other than Jonathan, who stands out from the crowd. He's the king. He is my absolute king. Everyone listen to his audiobook or buy his book. I would recommend listening so you get his voice. Just a, <laughs> just a Jonathan tip. <laughs> he really needs our advertising. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, have you heard of Jonathan? I think he's struggling. <laughs> oh, he's so stunning. Um, So you loved the transformation stuff mm-hmm. when you were a kid. Well, I don't know if I loved the transformation stuff, but I think um I was told that I loved it and therefore I loved it. Right. You see um even like Wild Child. Yeah, like fucking Ali Sheedy, Katie Harris, whatever her name is. Everyone, everyone's done it. That moment, of course you love it because it's their big, it's kind of them becoming empowered by society's standards of now you're stepping into your power before you were like a weedy loser obviously hugely wrong that you have to be pretty to be empowered i disagree with that with my whole heart Mm. but i think you watch that as a child you're told yeah that's what you should aspire for and that just goes in somewhere and you just become a bit more fucked do you think mean girls i love mean girls in any way redeems itself at the end i remember tina Fey specifically talking about how at the end um katie is it Caddy or Katie? It's Katie, but they call her Caddy, isn't it? But she says, and she's like, I'm going to call you Caddy. And she's like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> right, okay. It's been years since I've seen Mean Girls. It's so, it re- I think it does really hold up. Yeah, from what I remember. And 2004 was a long time ago. But I remember Tina Fey specifically talking about how at the end, they didn't have Katie come into this kind of mini skirt, um, like tube top look. And then at the end, go completely back to what she was 
or stay with who she was or like this kind of and they never had her be super the ugly girl i remember her saying it was never a conscious decision it was very much a conscious decision sorry to not have her be um kind of princess diaries vibe yeah. to not have her be um you know she was just dressing pretty mediocrely pretty average run-of-the-mill 2004 girl she was just in her jeans and her little polo top which you would hate hate it oh yeah i've got a phobia of polo tops just context just kind of all collars really we'll go into it i've got a huge phobia but we'll go into another point (laughs) i can't even talk about them i'm like move next subject please nope (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's really interesting that still in 2004 there was i guess quite a minor shift but still a, a consciousness around not setting up the main character to have such an extreme um transformation as super super ugly kind of sandy moment yeah because also Lindsay lohan is stunning emma watson was always beautiful just because now she's in a pretty dress and she's still beautiful you know and i so i wonder if at the end of mean girls do they redeem themselves by um tearing up the tiara and all of that and sharing it around and it's not so much about being empowered in your beauty she's like winning with the mathletes and still is the prom queen or whatever yeah well it definitely was like revolutionary her doing the prom um doing the um snapping of the tiara social suicide yeah literally social suicide i think it's um stunning yeah i guess it does redeem itself but i don't know really what it's redeeming from because it's already part of um female cinema female teen cinema that is so problematic it feeds into that but it also kind of is slightly satirical in the same way like it is kind of it fits in a really niche place that now places other films have like emulated but it definitely was one of the first if not the first that yeah was enjoyable to watch with no awareness of the makeover um scene sellable it's marketable yeah exactly but also you could watch it as a man who has no context of oh my god i desire a glow up a transformation and watch it and still really enjoy it because i think also part of it is and this doesn't necessarily make it better but part of it is you're made to kind of ridicule the regina and the gretchen and and the karen and think they're kind of stupid and like ridiculous so when they're kind of propping about with katie who you know is super smart and she does maths and she's so cool and math is the same in every country and it's so beautiful (laughs) yeah and so you're kind of laughing it's kind of at another woman's expense it's like even though we're watching this makeover scene and we can see that katie's being transformed into something quite beautiful and blah 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 and then that is still being redeemed in its own way because it's supposed to be satirical even when it's satirical you're still then there's still another woman at the expense of that there's still another woman who is the butt of that joke it still operates in the system of um, those movies which are patriarchal but also really enjoyable with Tina Fey yeah it's complex it really is there is that thing of ridiculing the popular girl i.e. I was thinking um, Angus Thong's kind of like Slaggy Lindsay mm. it's like the fact that we hate Slaggy Lindsay so much it's like oh my god she it's more damaging she wears um, what are they called like uh, push up things in her bra what are they called chicken fillets chicken fillets she wears chicken fillets and we see her take them out and it's like oh my god fuck her she she's so fake and it's like what is this strange narrative that we like the girl with the big nose and the weird cat and she loves robbie and all of this we love her she does like wears weird clothes georgia she's actually really unlikable georgia i never watched that film as a child and i reckon i escaped quite a lot of damaging messaging from it you never liked angus thongs i never watched it when i was a kid i wanted to but oh i didn't never got around 
around so I was obviously busy doing god knows what else I was obsessed yeah but I think you can tell who was really bought uh-huh. into Angus thongs because they still call other girls sluts and slags or say I'm gonna wear a really slutty outfit do you know what Georgia is Georgia is so I'm not like other girls yeah completely it's so that kind of oh my god she's slaggy Lindsay and she's the main character and you know what it is early 2000s yeah totally the tone has shifted where now it's kind of not cool to be Regina and if you are Regina we're kind of laughing at you a bit we still want to fuck you you're still the hottest one yeah you're still in a sense the main character and the coolest but we're not happy about it this is why Booksmart was so important because it the popular kids in that film I mean if you haven't seen Booksmart you will have mm-hmm. to see it. Like, if we ever recommend anything in this, yeah. it's book smart. Like, more than anything, I could recommend it's book smart. But the popular kids in that film are getting internships at, like, Apple or mm. Google, whatever, going to fucking Harvard, Yale, like, all these amazing unis and are academic. And the kind of losers of that school were like, oh, but we've studied, we're going to these unis. And it's like, yeah, but everyone else, the cool people are too. We went to parties and we. Mm-hmm. I think it's such an important thing of, like, they're not Regina Georges, which are dumb, like, Karen from Mean Girls. It's like, oh my God, I'm touching my boob and I know it's raining. And I'm like, I'm a dumb dumbo. It's like, no, no, you're pretty. You conform to patriarchal standards and you're going to Harvard. Stunning. Mm -hmm. Gabriella Montez. Gabriella Montez, the classic example. Um, Walked so they could run. Literally. So stunning. So should we talk about social media? Yes, definitely. Because it's a social media trend. As you just said, we were just talking in our little break then. Yeah, off the record. (laughs) Off the record. We're saying it goes about saying between the two of us and then we realise we have to talk about social media we have to say it yeah we literally have to so this is a huge thing on social media right now the idea of glowing up i mean if you're on tiktok it's i'm trying to fit back into my jeans blah 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 blah. it's glow up city i've seen that girl it's everywhere it's hi my name is rebecca and i'm trying to fit back into my jeans i don't even know yeah everyone is wanting this big for lunch i had poached egg on toast and she goes through her whole day and i'm like god rebecca what's going on it wasn't even with you and then people do kind of like um, fake ones where they use her audio but I had a little poached egg and then they're showing their like packet of cigarettes and things like that ah. then I had a little smoothie and it's like a beer it's a funny little TikTok thing hilarious yeah it's everywhere everyone wants this transformation mm-hmm. why would you not goes without saying goes without saying <laughs> that's gonna that- what that's gonna be what our merch says it says goes without saying it goes without saying goes without saying well because often as well you guys will be like it's interesting because you were talking about this thing but like you didn't mention kind of the biggest thing about it and we're like fuck yeah you're so right because we thought it goes without saying but turns out we're on a podcast where you have to say things but it's because yeah between us it goes without saying but we're running a podcast it's so dumb as well because amongst friends it's difficult to remember that you guys aren't physically in our friendship and don't know everything that we've discussed and like yeah. who we are and some things between us go without saying and so we imagine that all, between all of us it goes without saying but it really doesn't so guys it goes without saying yeah no of course it doesn't some things need to be declared what was it why would it go without saying what we all just imagine the convo let's just all imagine the podcast convo <laughs> well we know what we're gonna say so it goes without saying netflix are like oh no we're not putting out any more shows just imagine the shows it goes without saying they'll be good it goes without saying they'll be good just imagine what they are you can imagine so what they're dumb. like so true something that i wanted to discuss that we have spoken about a million and one times but let's declare it let's air it out is 
what I would call the Glossier model and not a physical human being model, but as in the model of a brand like Glossier and what they have imposed and what we then as consumers sustain. So if you don't know, Glossier is a relatively new in within the scope of things within the beauty industry brand that sells girl next door, barely there, quote unquote, makeup and skincare products. It's a beauty brand and all of their marketing uh, revolves around a very um, natural um, and natural beauty kind of face and I think there's a lot to be said actually when it comes to something like Glossier because it really pushes that whole beauty branding narrative of love the skin you're in but also transform the skin you're in <laughs> love it whilst transforming the skin you're in love the skin you're in but only if it fits within the five shades that we have in our shade range kind of only if your skin is white yeah but also that's what I think is interesting with Glossier is it's love the skin you're in but only if your skin looks perfect before and after you've put on our 30 pound foundation you're not going to be able to tell it's there anyway so all that acne you've got forget about it this isn't for you so this whole brand that everybody is completely obsessed with is so far from inclusivity it is nuts and whilst then you still have Fenty on the other side of that that is so amazing it's so insane that the two can funk the two can coexist it's bizarre because i was shocked with glossier because i didn't really know much about them and i saw a review and i was like yeah okay that looks like my kind of thing because i don't really like wearing foundation blah 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 you were influenced yeah i was so influenced literally used an influencer's code i was like yeah i'm so influenced on this shit got a load of glossier stuff because i was like okay this kind of looks like my kind of vibe got it and i remember we were having a conversation with this and it's like you said a thing that is so true it's like it's almost like they've got a foundation wiped off half of the product and sold you that yeah it's literally packaged in like a minimalist kind of look looks very stunning but there's nothing there's no product i really like it this is the thing i really like it as mm-hmm. a product because it suits my kind of completely clear skin basically but that's because i fit a very niche and it's fun to put on yeah it's it's that it's fun to hold a beautiful little bottle nice where little everyone's thing. got it on instagram and they've completely pervaded our sense of our scope of what it is to be beautiful and that's why I think social media is really important that we reference because you if you're listening to this podcast I think it goes without saying you've been completely saturated by what you see on social media totally and you just want whatever you're seeing you literally want whatever you see and what you're seeing is a skinny blonde white girl so of course you want to go on your summer holidays and come back super skinny you're going to dye your hair also you're not only just seeing the picture you're seeing the number of likes and the comments below it and believe me there's many but what i find interesting and i don't have an answer for this so maybe you do why even though we know we ha- we know all of this about glossier i'm not this is new news everyone knows this everyone knows that about glossier everyone knows this about social media mm. it's not real and no one really looks <sighs> like that and you can you've been told a million times before yeah love the skin you're in whatever just be who you are why still then even though we know social media so much of it's fake do we still slip in so often to trying to adhere to it adhere to the standards that aren't attainable why even though we know because i think the whole we know it's fake thing is so silly from people because it's the same thing as i always think this with either horror mazes or horror films 
you know it's fake you can't go into something saying you know it's fake so don't be scared you know it's fake you mm. go into a horror maze there's people jumping out of you you know then actors you know it's not so our brains are fucking thick we know it's a picture that's been photoshopped of a stunning stunning model but what i'm seeing is a stunning 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 model that i could look like if i did these ridiculous steps so you go into a horror maze and you're thinking this is fake i know it's fake i'm entering it knowing this is all a facade but i'm still terrified but my brain is not going to be able to tell the difference yeah completely that it's the same thing so however much we hear oh love the skin you're in which is the most crazy marketing (laughs) isn't that insane it's literally a 180 thing they've done in a year and in five years and expected us all to go with it from hate your skin hate your life hate your weight hate everything about yourself to no now love yourself please hate your skin so much that you're gonna spend your hard-earned money yeah on changing it but, but do love it. Love it, love it, love it. Just buy this thing that costs £100. Love it as well, definitely. So it's the most um, incredible thing they've made us. They've honestly managed to trick us into thinking they want us to love our skin. That's a hilarious thing. A hilarious to think that a brand would want that from you because they don't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think we're all thick as fuck. That's why we believe it. Well, society just couldn't function. If you loved yourself, society wouldn't function because believe me, you would not be living the life no. that you are living now if you loved yourself. Absolutely not. It's You put a thing this morning, this will be about a week ago for you guys listening. You put it on the story this morning saying, you can either live insecure and everyone will love you or you can live to yourself authentically having fun and everyone will hate you. Which one do you choose? It's that. Which do you choose? Slumflower said, I say this all the time. We we literally don't stop saying this, even though it, at this point it does <laughs> go without saying. But the Slumflower had this amazing quote where she said, so many people, even the people close to you, even the people you would never imagine it of, will be enemies of your happiness. Yeah. Enemies of your happiness is such a quote we use. Because I was thinking yesterday, I lived so long... Uh, fearing embarrassing myself I lived so long like fearing stepping out and doing something that or whatever in order to like maintain relationships or just to not rock the boat so you you live so long not doing what you want in order to keep everyone else around you happy or just not talking about you to shrink yourself yeah the more I go and do whatever that is really mortifying and embarrassing the more fun I'm having yeah so I'm gonna keep doing it I have never had more fun than I have had since I've been absolutely the most embarrassing person alive. I completely agree. Uh, Yeah, I need to be mortified. If you're embarrassed for me, good, because I'm having an absolute whale of a time. It's so fucking true. It's actually so true. The more that you do that's authentic, that other people will be like, oh my God, that's cringe. It's cringe. Can you, did you see she did that? Cringe. No, I'm cringing at you because you are miserable now and you will die miserable. But I've done it both. Like, I've never been more fucking um, depressed than when I've just been conforming to what everyone else wants from me. Oh, but we wanted that you to do this. Okay, I'll do that then. And I'm miserable. Or... We wanted you to look like this. Yeah, okay, well, I'll just wear that then because you you have an image of me and I'll just live up to that. Miserable. Or I can live how I want to live, do what I want to do. Everyone's suddenly a bit pissed off with me, but... I'm not pissed off with myself. Time of your life. Time of my life. Yeah, I think it's so interesting. So you have an option in life. Everyone has the option. You can piss people off by embarrassing yourself, essentially, by society standards, by wearing what you want to wear, looking how you want to look, and doing what you want to do, having sex with who you want to have sex with. Or you can not do any of that, but you get to keep around a sort of squad of fake people that all want each other's misery. Your choice. And will further validate their own conformity. It's funny how active that choice is. 
you think it's like, oh, no, no, but my life is different. Like, that wouldn't happen to me. I can maybe... The people around me wouldn't say that to me. Do <laughs> I honestly think if you want to see who is loyal to you, if you want to see who's kind of potentially insecure, do something different. Just do one thing that's different and see what how that sits. Just speak out about something. Put something a bit weird on your story and see them. Just watch. Just do, something, just do something that you believe in. Just watch them cry in your DMs. Or just wear, just literally wear um, a zebra print pair of boots that are really stunning. Just like a pair of heeled boots that are a bit stunning and a bit different and they and watch what people say when they fear. Oh, your boots are a bit loud, aren't they? Yeah, they, they fear it. They fear the confidence. People are terrified. They're shaking in their boots because we don't want women to do what they want. They're shaking in their Nike trainers. They honestly they? are. But I think that's the thing. It's, it's actually really liberating to realise you do have a choice and literally to be like, okay, well, I can be insecure with friends quote unquote friends if your friends secretly hate you and are digging you out at every meeting and every chance that you see them i don't see no friends i'm not even talking about friends though kind of everyone acquaintances everyone that you meet society like, if, you, if you want to test if you want to test society do something that society doesn't like and what society doesn't like is people that are happy and confident so fucking true so be happy and confident and see what happens it will crumble just fucking test it out test it fucking out i was also this is on a different subject but i think it kind of is it's not really relevant but it's about korea korea the country it's about north korea (laughs) (laughs) um it's about korea's jobs work capitalism any way you want to phrase it it kind of does fit it's not really glow ups but in the idea of like either be this or be this i think there's an option you have in korea i was talking about this with my friend the other day who also does kind of a job that's not conventional and we i was saying to her that me and you have a theory that you can either choose you have an active decision to make you can choose stability and boredom or anxiety and fun those are your two options in life like you can choose the the stable job where you will be bored or you can choose the kind of anxiety inducing job which is fun also because i reckon the anxiety that's induced um is pretty temporary once you realize how true to yourself that you are being like once you realize that there really is no anxiety and just shedding what is holding you back anyway there is no there is no negative there's no negative con- there's no ramification there's no ramification i do think there's anxiety at the beginning though there's definitely been anxiety at the beginning though of starting a different thing oh my god i didn't know how my life would um change not even fall apart just everyone has an opinion and also we're conned into thinking that before they didn't have an opinion but they did they were just digging you out subtly and then not saying anything to your face because they weren't you but they weren't threatened by you a woman with confidence is terrifying it's a terrifying thing society as a whole is scared of confident of women that are confident beautiful intelligent or have any Mm -hmm. traits that men should possess, i.e. power. So you're not supposed to have any, you're not supposed to love the skin you're in, you're supposed to absolutely fucking despise the skin you're in, but Mm -hmm. also... You're supposed to be miserable and get back in the kitchen. Basically, yeah. Man alive. (laughs) Man, oh man, oh man. Honestly. Oh, something else I wanted to talk about, and someone else actually sent this in, so I screenshotted this. Um, Something I wanted to talk about was how glow-ups are so succinctly linked to 
the concept of a revenge body. Absolutely. And that a revenge body is kind of a much more, um, I think that's a term that's slightly more on its way out, but glow ups is kind of the exact same thing, just with a very thin veil over it. Totally. We actually got quite a few comments of people saying like, yeah, I wanted to glow up after a breakup and things like that. So that Mm. is, um, you're calling it a glow up, but it's a revenge body. 100% it's a revenge body, which I mean, it's the patriarchy at work, isn't it? It's um, men after a breakup. Yeah, yeah, go out and go out with the lads, go and sleep with some girls girls go and get yourself in your in the gym don't eat suffer know your place book a hair appointment yeah and you're going to try and get that same guy back or show him that you're happy with another guy so strange well this is what i find troubling worrisome about revenge body because who are you really vengeful of who are you avenging yeah it's like yeah who are you vengeful of yourself are you vengeful for your grandma for giving her your wide waist or so even vengeful of your patrilineal line for your hairline that was passed so on to you. Who are you vengeful yeah. of? And who were you before you learned that you should hate yourself? Exactly that. What are you avenging? It's more commiserations for you. <laughs> you want a revenge body. The boy's not feeling bad when he sees you. He doesn't give a fuck. He sees you and you've got a nose job and you've lost a stone. He doesn't give a fucking fuck. Well, you know what the narrative will be? Yeah, I dumped her and she just like went and got skinny and now she's like fucking loads of boys. She's so insecure. Yeah. She's so insecure. She's so needy. Oh, she did that Trust for me. Trust me, mate. She's so fucking insecure. Yeah. She's suicidal. She's a psycho. Trust me. Yeah, she's a fucking psycho. Yeah, so don't think that that's helping the case. Do not think that's helping your fucking situation here. Something else I thought was really interesting was a lot of people, and this I definitely did screenshot because I've just seen it. Uh, a couple of people said this. Someone said they had more of an anti-glow up. They dyed their hair, got a fringe, nose ring and tattoos, became a goth. Love that. Um, someone else said... But that is glowing up. Well, I thought it was interesting because it reminded me of Miley Cyrus. I don't know if you ever read Miley Cyrus's book, Miles to Go. <laughs> no, um, I didn't. Wow. <laughs> love a bun. <laughs> I mean, you know I love a bun. Oh, love it. And in the book, she talks about when her and Nick Jonas first broke up, he had always said during their relationship that he loved her hair when she had these beautiful golden highlights and all of this, blah, blah, blah. So when they broke up, she dyed her hair dark fucking like black and she goes to the premiere of their fucking film with this dark black curly hair. There's actually the meme of Miley with the fucking bright blue eyes and the dark yeah, hair yeah. and the pale skin is from that night. And it was a concept that I didn't really understand at the time. And I, I kind of, I can't, re- I can't relate to it still i mean then and i can't relate to it now i definitely think that makes sense i think it makes complete sense but i I can't i can't i've never done that what bit can't you relate to as in that you would transform yourself into something they would dislike into the opposite yeah i've never done that i know someone that did this their boyfriend would who was their boyfriend was actually like incredibly abusive like had a lot of mental health issues but was incredibly abusive as well and the two can coexist and we see it all the time totally he would always say i love your hair long i love your hair long of course he fucking did um love it long 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 fucking princess little girl sort of vibes mm-hmm. the second they broke up she cut it into like a short dark bob stunning nice so kind of rapunzel yeah honestly from tangled honestly tangled i love it short bob stunning and it was kind of like a big gaining yourself back move i think after a relationship where you feel you've lost yourself a bit in becoming something that they would find desirable into just being like fuck i've had long hair which i have slightly disliked 
liked or not really had any thoughts on it's just grown during the time of our relationship that you've always praised and you used to be horrific to me so now it's chopped because now I can be myself again I like that in theory I like the theory of it being a tool for liberation or a tool to progress to empowerment but I still think or do you think it's self-destructive you're making a choice about yourself you're making a choice about your appearance still based on what somebody else's opinion is of you even though you're rejecting it you're still doing something to yourself based on somebody else I think that's the part that I've been lucky to escape I've seen it happen before where it's been where it's been done in an in an empowering way it's not in like a self-destructive I'm gonna shave my head like stressed it's like I'm gonna shave my head yeah yeah like I need to do this now well I completely agree that changing up your appearance can be so liberating and I can I completely get that I mean I get all I understand all of it but I completely relate to that idea of more accurately expressing yourself and empowering yourself in that way but I feel like any decision that you're making about your own self that is based on the opinion of a boy yeah that is based in the opinion of somebody else is wrong dangerous yeah i completely agree and especially the revenge body thing because a revenge body requires essentially restriction excessive workouts and essentially a lot of pain for you maybe surgery it's a painful experience on the most part i know well yeah working out can be healthy that argument is fucking tired like we're not living in a world where it's like working out people do it for health no they fucking don't they do it for aesthetics they starve themselves and they go to the gym yeah absolutely your mental health can be helped by endorphins absolutely not denying it but i think the way that women are encouraged to diet and work out don't tell me that's to help us live longer is to fucking kill us and make us into skeletons yeah well it's the whole glow up lifestyle glow up thing that we kind of touched on at the start it's like there are so many ways in which you are told to better yourself that are actually just incredibly counterintuitive and very damaging starve yourself and it's largely when you're making a decision about your own self based on what you think everybody else wants of you. The thing that people want from you is your misery. I think when you realise that, the thing that people want from you is you to be miserable, quiet and compliant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It sounds so extreme, but I promise you it's fucking true. As I say, if you think, no, no, my family don't want that. No, no, my my friends don't want that. Go and do something different. Do something and see. See what happens. Fucking hell. Feedback after. We sound really angry, but we sound crazy. It's such a it's such an epiphany. No, I'm angry at the world. It's I'm not angry at any individuals. I'm angry at yeah, it's the world. It's like if you think that your your ex boyfriend wants to see you succeed, be stunning, mm-hmm. and all of these things. No, he doesn't. He wants to see you fucking miserable. People who will actually back you and actually want quote unquote what's best for you are an anomaly. Want what's best for them. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like people who are actually looking out for you and actually are invested in your happiness are an anomaly and i think if you think you found one give it a test yeah and see what happens give it the test that we've just said give it the test see what happens but also i almost think it's of no fault of them in a way it's almost like we live in an insecure anxious society it's a societal issue and we've probably all been that person that's wanted misery but don't let yourself be miserable because 
someone else wants you to be miserable please don't do that yeah don't do that to yourself it's an active decision don't do that to yourself the thing is how basic does it sound don't be miserable because you think you should be because other people want you to be miserable it sounds so cliche but i think that with every every cliche sounds so cliche until you realize it's fucking true and you embody it within your own life well do you remember i messaged you the other day i think actually we were on the phone and you're like oh what's new for you and i think i said like i've just realized that my life is my life like i think i've realized that i'm alive like it's taken me 23 years to be like oh wait this thing that i'm in right now it belongs to me i think that i think it takes a lot of time to actually realize that what you're living for is not a performance it's not for anyone else to t- to tick off and say yeah you did that well you're not gonna have a rating when you're lying on your fucking deathbed yeah you did that right if you wanted to do something fucking crazy in your life there's no award system there's no um gold silver and bronze awards i reckon it takes quite a world shaking event to get to that epiphany because i only had that at the age that I did because my whole world had been turned upside down and I I remember I don't know if I said this to you but I remember literally being sat there lifting my arm up in the air turning my hands around putting down my fingers one by one putting them back down lifting up the other one and thinking I'm the one doing that no one else is raising my limbs to and fro this is all me and whatever decision I make came from me and so so much of your life is not within your autonomous control so the things that you have control over use them push the boundaries see what you can get away with it's so fucking true see what you can get away with i think that's so true we live in a world that's so fucking crazy that we've designed something <laughs> we sound like, nuts don't we <laughs> it's fucking but it's literally like just uh, honestly just fucking do something different like you'll you'll love it i completely agree as usual goes without saying goes without saying guys you are alive it's within your control okay guys this is going to be kind of a long episode but we're going to just do one more question wow i attempted so many times hoping that it would make me feel complete attempted to glow up so many times it made me feel complete turns out i was just trans lol honestly lol do you see what society does to people i mean we could go on and on about that the world wants you to be anything but authentic i had a nose job over the summer when i was 17 drastic and expensive glow up yeah i fucking bet over the summer as well did they say yeah yeah i had a nose job over the summer when i was 17 drastic yeah and expensive glow up love that for you if you want it but it's so fascinating that we're told i was talking about plastic surgery the other day with some people and i just think it's so interesting i think we should do an episode on it totally i think it's so interesting that we're told to to chop up our bodies, chop them Mm. and have things put in and moved around and sewn back up to fit in with a world that we hate. Isn't that crazy? It's it's so drastic. This is why I think we can't do this episode without talking about social media because now surgeons, plastic surgeons, are having young girls, 17-year-old girls, come through their doors and hold up pictures of them with filters on and say, give me this version of myself. I filmed a video for High Priestess the other day. It was a story and I didn't put it up because I did another one. I do many takes because we do. <laughs> it takes a moment. But I did one and I said on it, oh my God, I'm going to show a plastic surgeon this filter. Like it was such a stunning filter. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to show this to a plastic surgeon like as a joke. Wow. And then I was like, well, I don't have a plastic surgeon, blah, 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 blah. I see how it went off and why you didn't use that take. It went off. It's like, I, 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 don't, I think I said this is why I didn't use it. The amount of Googling I need to do to find a plastic surgeon is like quite... <laughs> Um, extreme like oh I don't even God. know where to start with finding a plastic surgeon I'd literally be googling plastic surgeon UK plastic surgeon near me 
<laughs> yeah, literally. Open it. Plastic surgery opening times. On Fiverr.com. Free <laughs> plastic surgery in 24 hours. <laughs> I go to someone's house. Um, it's like, yeah, the amount that I look at a filter and think, well, yeah, that is the enhanced version of me. That's how I should look if I was a model. That's how society would want me to look. And also simultaneously not want me to look. It's also not, there's then, we just hate women so much that now that's not what a model looks like. That's what an Insta model looks like. Yeah, And yeah. so we hate attractive women on all levels. They're Slaggy Lindsay. It's oh, your Gretchen Wiener. On all levels, ex- including physical. <laughs> We just absolutely despise women. And we the, what we despise more than anything is... We despise two things, I'm going to say. We despise the fucking Regina Georges that are trendsetters when they cut fucking things in their bras and in their tops and see their bras. And we despise them because they're pretty and they're influential. And we also... And they fit the mold. And we also despise even more so women that act, they operate in the world as if they have that influence, but they don't. So like Lizzo sort of thing. That you operate in the world as a pretty woman and with Mm. all the confidence and all the power and all the influence of a model but you very much differ from what society's been told and there's i think there's nothing more threatening to society and the patriarchy capitalism white supremacy all of the same things as someone that operates with privilege and power but looks like they shouldn't completely 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 and even if you fit into the regina george model regina george still has people talking bad about her behind her back and thinking she's not that pretty she's not that hot she's dumb she gets called stupid she's not fucking stupid she's manipulated all of you she's not that this she's not that this yeah completely so even when you're doing absolutely everything to fit into what society wants it still won't be enough because society doesn't want um confident women they want scared women that buy their barely their mascara barely their makeup for 500 pounds that's honestly what they want fuckers fuck the world burn it down burn it to the ground (laughs) i love it well i hope you guys have loved it too same well we'll see you in the next episode see you when we see you really really grateful for everyone who sent in your thoughts and your experiences and your messages um fucking love you like god love you so much <laughs> Love you so much. Come to our uh, Animal Crossing Islands. Oh, oh! I said I was going to do an update. I just said I, was, I remembered. I would do a reveal, name reveal. Uh, here we go. My island is called. So you know Ikimarama. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, my housemate's just walking in. Trudge, trudge, <laughs> trudge along. with a big old bike. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, he's sighing. He's going. <laughs> Patriarchy's got him down. He's going through. <laughs> okay, so island reveal name Yay. is. Erin's is called Ikimarama. Mine, if you're a Studio Ghibli fan, you might remember this. It's called Laputa. Clap, clap, clap. Which it's is really stunning, cute. guys. It's in a film, a floating castle in the sky called Laputa. And I named it after that. Stunning. Beautiful. We wouldn't have expected anything less. No. If you did, I'd be offended. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks so So we'll so see you much. in the next episode. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Guys, off to Laputa and Ikamarama. Off we go. Bye. 